Well, good Friday morning and welcome to Noah's Window. Mary Alice, um, every once in a while, I'll just wake up in the middle of the night and there'll be this verse that's on my radar. I mean, it, I hadn't been thinking about it. It's just boom, I wake up and there's a verse. And that happened to me. Uh, well, we're recording these on Sunday afternoon. Uh, and so it would be Saturday night, last mm -hmm. night. In the middle of the night, God just woke me up with this verse. And so, even though we're saving it for the Friday edition, I'd like to read that. And then actually, one verse led me to another, and it led me mm -hmm. to another. You know, my mind can sometimes be a little bit like a chain reference Bible. The simple verse that got my attention when I woke up uh, is in 1 John chapter 3, and it's the last part of the 8th verse, mm -hmm. where the Bible says, But the Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. <laughs> I just love that. The Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. Well, we see the works of the devil. I mean, first of all, we see it historically all the way back to the Garden of Eden. We look at all the evil that's been done in our world. That's the works of the devil. We even look future at the uh, tribulation period and what, uh, clearly what he's doing right now in our world. But it is good to know that the works of the devil are going to be destroyed. In fact, they already have been destroyed. He's just running out the game right now. Mm -hmm. And of course, the reason why that uh, God didn't finish the devil off when Jesus died on the cross was that he wanted us to be we're, part yeah, of his family, ready. right? So if he'd, you know, if, he, if he'd called the game right then, then we, would we never, wouldn't be here. We would never been here. But I just love that verse. But the Son of God came to destroy the works of the devil. I love that word destroy. Mm. He, didn't, he didn't come to mitigate them, he came to destroy, destroy them. Now, like I said, that led me to the book of Hebrews chapter two, to again, <laughs> one of my all time favorite verses. Mm -hmm. uh, and this is, a great, this is a great line of scripture because it tells us why Jesus came and why in his coming, certain things had to be a particular way. Let me go back to verse 14 and, and pick it up. Because God's children are human beings made of flesh and blood, the Son, that's Jesus, also became flesh and blood. For only as a human being could he die. He, he couldn't die. He dies, the Son of God. The Son of God, as yeah. he was before in heaven. Only, only by taking on, as the Bible says, flesh and blood. And only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of death. Now, we just mm -hmm. read in First John that Jesus came to destroy, to destroy the works of the devil. But mm -hmm. now we see how he destroyed the works of the devil uh, one more time only by dying could he break the power of the devil who had the power of, of death and only in this way could he set free who have lived all their lives as slaves to the fear of dying so you know we, we celebrate jesus resurrection and, and it's just massive in its impact and yet it's the death of christ on the cross that destroyed the work of the devil you know, we, we think about Paul, uh, when he wrote, he said, if I have anything to boast in, I'm going to boast in the cross. Mm. Because it was at the cross that Jesus destroyed the works of the devil. Now, I want to go back to the book of Colossians now, because we, we're on this trail of Jesus coming to destroy the works of the devil. Well, you know, on all my Bibles where I have a verse you know, on the front of the leather of my mm -hmm. Bible, right under my name, sometimes I'll have a particular verse put Colossians right under 2, my 14. name. And you know it is mm -hmm. Colossians 2, verse 14. I want to pick up the last part of verse 13. Then God made you alive with Christ when he forgave all our sins. 
He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to his cross. That's the verse that I have on my Bibles. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. That's Satan and his demons. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. You know, we often think about Jesus dying in shame. You know, because he was dying there in a trash dump for all the world to see. But the Bible says the way the heavenlies looked at it, by being willing to die on the cross, Jesus shamed all the demons and defeated mm. them. Mm. And they are a defeated army led by a defeated general That's uh, right. whose doom is already settled. So I just, I don't know why God woke me up with that verse. But Reminds this, me of that old hymn we used to sing over and over, Victory in Jesus. Victory in Jesus. Mm-hmm. The Son of God came into our world to destroy the works of Satan. I'm so glad I'm on the winning side, aren't you? Yes, yes, absolutely. Well, when you think about the works of Satan being destroyed in our culture today, don't you feel like there's encouragement there? I mean, on the first, um, back on Monday, we talked about the God who encourages the discouraged. Mm-hmm. I draw encouragement from the fact that all these works of Satan that we're seeing in our culture today, they're already defeated. They're already defeated. And it's so important for us to keep that perspective. Yeah. Um, it reminds me of, you know, I, and I'm not into football, but your illustration of the football game where the one your, your team would be behind, but you know that they're going to win. Yeah. And so in the moment of them being behind, you can become discouraged. But, you know, like I think your illustration was you pre-recorded the game. Yeah, I pre-recorded the game. Yeah, so, so when the team got behind, I didn't worry about it because I knew the final score. Well, we know the end of this book. We know the we final know score. We know that we win. So <laughs> when it looks like we're behind, don't get discouraged because we win. Because God wins and we're on His side. You know, earlier this week we talked about godly sorrow, which has no regret Mm -hmm. and we can go on and leave the past in the past one of my favorite quotes is um, when Satan reminds you of your past remind him of his future that's right (laughs) that's right he is going down well literally I I just uh, God woke me up last Saturday night with this verse in the middle of the night and it just did me good I I celebrated that the Son of God has come to defeat the works of Satan you know what that also reminds me of is when Jesus when Jesus was in in that temptation and Satan was coming at him with all these things Jesus quoted scripture back to him and I think that's important for us to do as well when Satan comes to us with this discouragement let's have that scripture ready and let's just quote that and it will encourage our hearts and it will send him running well it's only it's a matter of authority absolutely I mean you know a private uh, a a private can uh, he, he can tell a lieutenant that he has permission to do something the lieutenant doesn't think he has permission to do as long as that private's got instructions from the general. That's true. (laughs) And so the thing about quoting scripture is it's the authority of heaven. Mm -hmm. It's not our authority. It's the authority of heaven. And Satan has no power there. I mean, he can come against our own logic and wisdom. We've got 66 books in the Bible where he came against the logic of God's Mm -hmm. people and defeated them. But he can never defeat the word of God. That's he right. has no authority. That's right. He can't. Wow. Well, I love this. And I just pray it's been an encouragement and a blessing to you that if you are feeling the onslaught of Satan, whether it's by temptation or 
He's telling you something that isn't true that's creating anxiety or depression. Or just watching the news. Or just watching the news. <laughs> you can remind him that he's defeated. And the Bible mm -hmm. tells us that since we're with the Lord, we're more than conquerors through him that loved mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. That's right. And in another verse that, uh, going back to Second Corinthians, because I've been spending so much time there. But we're actually part of his victory parade, too. Oh, yeah. I love yeah. that scripture. A lot, a lot of good things in there. But, yes, we need to be encouraged to know we are on the winning side and that God, Jesus already defeated Satan on the cross. That's right, and it was on the cross. Mm -hmm. It's it on, on the cross. cross. All three of those scriptures tell us that. And you know, one by one, they just, one more time to go back over that. You know, First John, it says he came to defeat the works of the devil. In the book of Hebrews, it reminds us of why Jesus had to take on flesh and blood. Mm -hmm. That was so he could die, so that he could defeat uh, the devil. And then in, in Colossians 2, 13 through 15, we're told that when Jesus died on the cross, he basically took away any indictment against us. Cancel and he nailed it to his cross That's right. so that when he died on the cross, then that indictment could be pulled down. Our indictment that it's was paid in full. Paid in full. Yeah. Wow, that's good news for this Friday. Yes, well, before Mary Alice prays, I want to remind you that we're in a series right now called Promised Land, and I have a very, very exciting message to preach this weekend, and I can't wait to preach it. Can't wait for you to be there. Mary Alice, would you pray for all of us on Noah's window today, and then also pray about our weekend service? Yes, let's pray. Oh, Father, we're so thankful that uh, Jesus won this victory for us against Satan. And I just pray that you would encourage our hearts to keep that in remembrance as we're walking through our days to remember that we shouldn't be downhearted because you're winning and we're winning with you. And uh, we just want to thank you and praise you for that even today. And as we look forward to the weekend, I just pray that you bless everything that's said and done. Bless uh, Mark. I pray that the Holy Spirit would just give him every word and every phrase that you will use to encourage the hearts of the people that come to uh, watch and listen. I pray that you'd be with every environment on our campus, that you would be with every volunteer, every staff member, every leader, everyone that's that's attending. I just pray that hearts would be open and that you would work as only you can and that you would keep the evil one away. And we're going to give you all the praise for that. For each and every person and each and every family watching or listening to Noah's Window today, I just pray a special blessing on them. I pray that you bring wisdom and comfort and provision for whatever they're facing in this day and across this weekend. And we're just going to trust you for that, Father. And we're going to ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Marianne. I always feel better when you pray. <laughs> it is so, I love hearing your voice in prayer. Uh, for all of you in Noah's Window today, thank you for joining us this week uh, as we've gone through these scriptures from various places in the Bible. Always remember to spend some time on your own with God. Yes. Uh, even if it's just one verse, to let the Holy Spirit speak to your heart. Well, God willing, we'll see you this weekend. And if not, we'll see you next Monday on Noah's Window. God bless. See you soon.